if I ever open up like a frozen custard stand, it's going to be called General Custard's Last Stand and it's going to be great. <laughs> Hi, darling. I'm a nightmare dressed like a bigger nightmare. Sarah. Hi, I'm a lovesick East Coast teenager whose girlfriend just left to go pursue her dreams on the West Coast. Danielle. Party, party, yeah. <laughs> so, Danielle, what do we got on the schedule today? What are we listening to? What crime are we Guys. I have been so excited about this one. We've been waiting for it. Yes. And I hope I don't like rush through it. I feel like it's going to be shorter than I imagined in my head, but I'm so fucking excited. This story, I heard it on a podcast and then it was like, that was like two years ago. And I was like, I'm doing this. Like, I don't care when or what I'm doing it. And this is the legend of Cowboy Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. I'm not fucking with you. His name is fucking Cowboy Bob. Well, his, you know, nickname. His mom came out of the womb. (laughs) They were like, that's fucking Cowboy Bob. He came out like 10 gallon hat first. He's wearing a hat, (laughs) right? That's why he's Cowboy Bob. He is. And he wears it backwards, which is interesting. How? I don't know. And I don't know how you notice that. Like, yeah. So, some some person who wears um, cowboy hats a lot is like, wait a second. Hold on. Doug Dimodome was like, excuse me, (laughs) run this back. Okay, so in May of 1991, the American Federal Wait, this is the 90s? Yes, bitch! No, no, this is not old-timey. This is not old-timey. No, no, no. no, no. But it is Texas, so you gotta subtract 50 years. Yes, yes. Shout out to all our Texas listeners. Do we have You're behind. I don't know. We have listeners in fucking Latin. Does anyone listen to this podcast? Probably no. It's the three of us, and uh, a couple of our friends. So, in May of 1991, the American Federal Bank was robbed in Irving, Texas. The suspect entered the bank wearing a cowboy hat, sporting a beard, and not saying a word. He calmly and quietly walked up to the teller, and he passed her a note that said, This is a bank robbery. Give me your money. No marked bills or die packs. And he kept his head down the whole time. They never got, like, a good shot of his face. He had, like, the sunglasses on and everything, too, under his big, huge hat. And he didn't, like... He wasn't like fidgeting while the teller's reading the note. He's just waiting for her to figure it out. And eventually she's like, oh shit. And hands her the money and he says nothing. And he doesn't run out of the bank. He just calmly walks to his, he has a 1975 Grand Prix and he gets in and he slowly drives away. He stops at the red lights. He doesn't cause a scene. He just gets out of there. Whoa, it's that easy? That easy? (laughs) No way. You're shitting me. So in December, is this the, the, is this like the Western DB Cooper? <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Like this is my favorite story that's ever wait. happened. Okay. <laughs> then in December of that same year, the savings of America Bank was also hit in Irving, Texas. The suspect matched the description of the previous robber, but this time witnesses got a plate number. This time he was riding a horse. This- <laughs> Maybe he's like riding an oil slick over, like a like oil, like crude oil, just rubbing oil right through the door. <laughs> an okay. armadillo is that? I don't know much about Texas. Armadillos, tumbleweeds, uh-huh. no abortions. He was not riding an abortion into the <laughs> and roadhouses. I think there's just <laughs> there's some roadhouses in Texas. But so they track down the license plate. And they go to the owner's home. It's not that far from the bank. They're like, we got you, motherfucker. And they go in and it's some woman sitting in her living room. She's like, um, I haven't left the house all day. And they're like, 
okay. So she goes out to bring them to the car and then they see that there's no plates on the car and it doesn't match the description. It's like a red Chevy. They're like, fuck. So they're like, she's somebody, her plates got stolen basically. And they're like, okay. So this happens four more fucking times into 1992. This person does not fucking get caught. They do the same bullshit. The FBI continues to converge on these people's houses. And they're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, oh, my plates are gone. And they're like, okay. He's a cop. I'm telling you, he's a cop. Oh, my God. Who is running <laughs> it's an inside this job. There And also, like, most of the robberies are like, there's, they're not more than like $3,000 that he ever gets, but he's excited about it. One time he's even smart. He like passes back once. He's like, let's have a die pack at him. And the lady's like, oh shit, you right. And like takes it back and gives him the rest of the money. Oh. Another time, one time he ended up getting like $13,000. He like hit two banks in one day and was horses. psyched. And he literally like tipped his fucking hat at the fucking teller and left. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you yeah. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so, former FBI agent Stephen Powell, who by now had started calling the robber Cowboy Bob, <clears throat> said he was making me start to pull my hair out. <laughs> this is my favorite quote. How could this thin little dried up cowboy be whipping <laughs> us this bad again and again? <laughs> Little dried up, dried up cowboy. <laughs> dried up. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's so, why we moisturize, folks. Always, always, it's important because you don't the want to FBI be the dried up cowboy. Nobody wants to be the dried up cowboy. You want to be the other guy. <laughs> um. So the final time he made a mistake, and they don't know if he was like being cocky or lazy or whatever, but. He robs the first interstate bank in Mesquite, Texas, with his actual license plates. And Broken they finally mistake. fucking got him. They uh -oh. trace it back. A witness says, like, saw the plates, whatever. They trace it back to a Ford factory worker who lives nearby, and his name's Pete Tallis. And they're like, Pete, we got you, motherfucker. And he's like, oh, no. I gave that car to my sister, Peggy mm. Jo. And they're like, bullshit, you gave it to Peggy Jo. So they're like, all right, whatever. Was Peggy the original lady that they went to? It just no. <laughs> it's Peggy. The wild no, shoes. no. So they go to her house and it's her and her elderly mom. And they're like, all right, either she's helping the brother or she, she knows something. They're like, she's something's up here. And they're searching everything. They're like rigorously questioning her. They're like, where's your boyfriend? What's he doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, they're like, I bet you stole the plates. I bet you're hiding the money. You know where this is. You know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have nothing to do with that. Blah, 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 blah. And then they keep arguing. And finally, she's just like, there isn't any man. I promise you that. And then. Is this Powell, about lesbians? Uh, nope. Oh, Powell leans in and he sees a little bit of glue on her face. And he sees some <gasps> flecks of gray <gasps> in her hair. Shut <laughs> up. Shut no. up. So a little backstory on Peggy Joe. So the few relatives and people who knew her said that she was very much shaped by the, the rebellious 60s and whatever. She loved the Rolling Stones. Uh, her favorite movie was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance, Sundance Kid. Sundance Kid. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. Which is about, which I've never seen this movie, but I guess it's about um, they rob banks and trains and like mm -hmm. they're from the Old West mm -hmm. and they're kind of like Robin Hood. Like they like, you know, <clears throat> they steal from institutions that are wronging people and they give to the poor. And they don't hurt anybody ever. That was her big thing. 
So she liked those things, but she never really acted out. I know there was one story about like an old classmate told her they were like driving by an armored truck one time in like the 60s. And Peggy was like, think of what happened if you like, if you just robbed that truck and her friend's like, well, you'd need a gun. She's like, no, you wouldn't. And that just like never says anything about it again. And they're like, okay. <laughs> but her niece was like, I promise you, my aunt Peggy was the last person on earth you'd ever imagine robbing a bank. Whenever I was in the car with her, she never drove above the speed limit. If anything, she drove below it. And she always came to a complete stop at stop signs. You know, that's that's the um, criteria for robbing yeah. a bank. You got to stop at stop signs. <laughs> Full stop. You got, there's a very short list. So <clears throat> Peggy Joe was a small town high school dropout from a family that didn't have much money. Um, she wasn't exactly ambitious. She didn't have like, I want to do this in life and I want to like, whatever. Um, she just kind of like worked at this minimum wage job and like would go on to the bars on like weekends. Um, everyone said like, she didn't care about money. They're like, she just wanted enough to get by. And even we, it, we're supposed to be rooting for her, right? Cause I know I am. I am. I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed <laughs> to be, but I know I am. <laughs> um, and even in those days, in those years, she would say, I'm saving up a little because someday I want to go to Mexico, live on the beach, and wear nothing but a bathing suit night and day. Ooh, and Mexico. I'm like, girl, yes, I live for that. Get it? Go to Cabo? <laughs> right? Um, I'm going to look up a picture of Peggy Joe. Can I spoil it for myself? Yes, yes okay. you can. So Peggy Joe ends up serving 33 months. She pleads guilty. She apologizes. Basically, her mother, um, who was elderly, was sick, and it was just kind of easier to just steal money, pay for the prescriptions that way. It was in cash and whatever. She just kind of, like, she definitely liked the thrill of it, but it was also, like, it had a reason for it. Um, and she, you know, did her time and went about her, her life. Until in May of 2004, um, a small bank in East Texas in... Uh, the city of Tyler was robbed by a 60-year-old woman. The woman was dressed in black, wearing a wide-brimmed hat and dark sunglasses that covered much of her face. She was polite and did not use a gun. She confronted the teller. She placed the money she received in a black satchel, nodded thank you, and climbed into a 20-foot RV with purple shades around the windows. <laughs> then she just, like, headed south on the highway and just kept driving. And Peggy's back. Peggy is fucking back after all these years. Um, so she ends up, of course, getting, you know, she's in an RV. It's not exactly like a... But uh, here, let me stop you. Did she come to a full stop in the RV? Did she... <laughs> On her uh, way to the go... highway? I'm certain of it. But then after that, okay, no. At this point, she starts to go a little off the rails. So uh -oh. she gets cornered at some point. I don't exactly know how, but... Um, the officers are, you know, threatening her, come out, with your hands up, all that Please stuff. Please tell and... me there's a train a train chase. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the plot of the movie Speed. They have to, you know, go <laughs> <laughs> Um, But, so she's, she's locked down in the RV. She's like, nope, I'm not coming out. They're like, we don't want to have to shoot you. We don't, like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hurt you. Just come out, like, give us the money, whatever. And she's like, you mean to tell me if I come out there with a gun, you're not gonna shoot me? And they're like... Well, I mean, if you, can, you know, if you have a gun, sure. But like, and eventually after like hours of this back and forth, she comes out, guns a blazing, and they kill Peggy She Joe. Annie Oakley'd it. She Annie Oakley'd it. Come to find out they were toy guns, but she had real guns yeah. in the fucking RV, but she what wasn't going to use go. them. I know. What a way to go. And a blaze of glory. 
Absolutely. They, and they don't know why she did. They don't know why she snapped. But when Steve Powell, the FBI agent who had been pursuing her, would have been tearing, out, his, tearing his hair out. Yes. He said, say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this the coolest story ever? So, um, when we become rich and famous, <laughs> this is going to be the first movie we make, right? Please. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Are there any movies out there about this? I think there are, or there are talks of some. But this is like, I was stunned every fucking bit of this. I was like, because I love the bank robbers, because I'm like, yeah, they're they're cool. You know, it's not, I don't like serial killer stuff. It bums me out. So like a serial bank robber, Mm -hmm. I'm in. And then it was actually a woman, and then she was actually not hurting anybody, and then she said, I don't want to live this fucking life anymore. And she just went out and what she was spending it on. I don't know. I mean, I know in the beginning she was spending it on like her mom's prescriptions, but like you don't spend mm. thirteen thousand dollars, even not in the nineties, anyways. You yeah. don't spend thirteen thousand dollars on that. Also, like gone for like over ten years, and then Strikes was like again. She was you know what I want to get back into. I hope she, <laughs> she's like. Yeah. I love the thrill of it all. I think she does. I think that's her motivation behind. Because I can't think of any reason you continue to do that or rob like two banks in one day, like. You'd like comes in addiction. You like it. She would wear like a little like um, she would like stuff something in her shirt so she looked a little pudgier, like her little sunglasses and the beard. And like they were like, oh no, this person is old. And she was like only in like her forties or fifties at that mm-hmm. time. She's so. Did you look up the picture of her? I did look up the picture. <laughs> that is so. I mean, honestly, it does kind of look like a woman. I'll be honest. Yeah. But man, that's a good story in a you always see like in bank robber movies people do disguises but seldom do they actually follow through in real life with like the full like wig and glasses i know i'm glad she went all the way she went whole hog she did full drag for this she was like i am fucking in (gasps) oh my gosh (laughs) inspiration that's gonna be a new drag persona peggy joe How did she rob so many things? I have no idea. It was just like, I think it was so quiet that people didn't know what was going on. And I think it was like pre-silent alarms that Mm. she just kept getting away with it. That's crazy. And she never hurt anybody. So I'd imagine the police are like, you know, we have to do something about this, but not like, it's not as much of a priority if you're not like a threat to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So smart, that one. Wow. So but if you went up to the counter and like we're acting all chill, wouldn't the person behind the counter not give you the money because they're like, this person's not threatening? Mm-mm. I mean, I feel like you'd be even more because you don't know what they're capable of. Like you don't also, know what like, they got in their bag of tricks. Their policy is always just to give them the money. Like it's not worth your life. That's true. Yeah. And it didn't used to be like that. It no. was like stand your ground. But now we're like, you know what? It's not worth all the paperwork. <laughs> wow. Wow. You came in swinging with this one. I was so... I was I, not I, expecting <laughs> a, like, a full movie to play out in my mind. Yeah, same. And here it is. So, like, what happened? Did she have family still around? or like? Did she we... does. The niece asked that her last name not be used, so I imagine there's like a... Gotcha. She probably has kids or something, but mm-hmm. I know there's like family photos and stuff. If you look her up, they come up like... I saw like her with like... a little kid, like a kid. <laughs> yeah, she's like, just people's Aunt Peggy. Imagine, <laughs> yeah, imagine 
being like, yeah, my aunt did this crazy thing. She had a crazy week. Um, and she's also dead, RIP. But uh, <laughs> just imagine just recounting that story to a friend. They literally also, I left this part out because I thought it might give it away, but like in searching her apartment, found like the wig and the hat and everything and still were like, because they knew it was a disguise. They knew it like didn't look great, but they never in their mind thought it would be a woman. Right. So they're like, oh, we got her now. Where's the boyfriend? And she's like, there ain't no man. There ain't no, honey, you are barking <laughs> up the wrong tree. She's like, look at me. <laughs> Cowboy Bob on the streets, Peggy Joe on the sheets. <laughs> <laughs>